Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way podcast, created for aspiring female runners who are tired of running in circles with the perfectionist and critical chatter swirling around in their heads, whispering, you're not a real runner. You're too slow. You're not thin and fast like that girl. Well, it's time to shut that chatter out, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start running perfectly imperfect as you. My name is Pamela Otero. I'm a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you let go of the pressure to perform, discover ways to run more, struggle less, and make it easy, while embracing your running pace and learning how to run your way. If you're a female runner or one in the making, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Well, hey there. Thanks for joining me this week on the podcast. I am just curious, are you a runner that wears your running shoes on both the road and the trail? Or are you someone that loves trail running and hiking and figures, heck, I'll just use my trail shoes to run in over the lunch hour in the city? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to explain to you why you just might not want to do that, along with a few other trail running shoe tips if you're brand new to trail running or if you're interested in learning a bit more about trail running and trail running shoes. So last week, I explained in great detail the importance of function, fit, and feel when it comes to finding the right road running shoe for you. Now, if you haven't yet listened to that episode, I would highly encourage you to stop this one. Go back and listen to episode three, which is three F's to finding the right running shoe for you, because this episode today will make a lot more sense if you have listened to that episode first. So go ahead, stop this one right here, head on over to episode three and listen into that first and then come back and listen here. All right. Now, when it comes to trail running shoes, today I'm going to chat with you about these five things. And here they are. Number one, what different materials are often placed in trail running shoes that are not found in road running shoes and why it's important for you to know if your trail running shoe has this material. Number two, why most trail running shoes are neutral Number three, what trail running terrain might be suitable for your road running shoes? Number four, how to lengthen the life of your road running shoes and your trail running shoes? And bringing it in with number five, why the feel of a trail shoe, which is one of those three F's that we discussed before last week, will feel very different than a road running shoe. So those are the five things that I'm going to be chatting with you about today in this episode. And I'm going to jump right in with number one, which is what is the material that's often placed in trail running shoes? shoes that are not found in road running shoes. And that material is a rock plate. Sometimes it's called a rock shield, but basically it's a hard plastic um, material. Different shoe companies use different materials, but it's usually this hard 
um, plastic, and it is embedded into the midsole of your trail shoe. Now, I did not go into details about the anatomy of a running shoe last week, but what I will tell you is the bottom of our running shoes, whether they're trail or road, the bottom, the part that makes contact with the ground, that's called the outsole. And the insole is the part that your foot makes contact with when you place your foot inside your shoe. Now the midsole is in between the outsole and the insole. So many road running, uh, many shoe companies, excuse me, many shoe companies will embed the rock plate or a rock shield into the midsole of a trail shoe. Now, not all trail running shoes have a rock plate or a rock shield. And uh, specifically Ultra, they have a model called the Superior. It's a trail shoe and they have um, created what they call their stone guard, which is a rock plate, but it's removable. So that particular model of shoe has a removable rock plate, which is pretty cool. But trail running shoes will either have a rock plate or they won't have a rock plate. So it's important for you to know whether or not yours has one, or if you're going to go and get fitted for one, just find out whether or not it has it. And I'll tell you why in just a bit, but the purpose of embedding this rock plate into the midsole of these trail shoes is to protect your feet from sharp rocks that you'll be running over, um, when you're running on these trails. And so we want to protect your feet so that you don't cause any kind of bruising to either the soft tissue or to the bones. So that's why the rock plate is placed in between, um, you know, the outsole and the insole specifically in the midsole. That's why it's there. Now, if you're planning to get into trail running and you are going to be doing some more technical trails that will have a lot of rocks and sharp rocks, you probably want to opt for a shoe with that in there. But if you're going to be running on trails that are a little harder packed, less technical, um, you're probably fine without one. And, you know, there are lots of trail runners that run in a trail running shoe on technical trails without a rock plate, and they're completely fine with that. But just keep that in mind. Keep in mind the terrain that you'll be running on, and you just want to be mindful and protect your feet so that you don't cause any kind of bruising to um, the bottom of your feet. So that's what the rock plate is for. That's where it's placed. And just know that not all shoes, not all trail running shoes have that in their, in their, um, in their trail shoes. So why is it important if, why is it important for you to know that's, this is the next question I'm going to go over. Why is it important to know if your trail running shoe has a rock plate in it? Now, the reason that is, is some people like to use their trail running shoes on the road. And, you know, I will talk about in a bit why I'm not a huge fan of that, but let's just say you have a trail running shoe and it does have a rock plate and then you take it out for, you know, your lunch hour runs on the road you can also be setting yourself up for, for possible um, foot injuries like bruising um, the soft tissue of your feet and creating hairline, fracture, hairline fractures in your feet. The bones in our feet are very thin. And so having a rock plate in a trail shoe that you're using on a road, you know, the road, the asphalt's pretty firm and hard. So having both of these hard surfaces that your foot is just... Um, you know, 
being pressed down on, um, that stress will lead to potential injuries. And so you don't want to put yourself at risk for that. So um, just make sure you're not running on the road with a trail shoe that has a rock plate. That's really um, what's most important here. And also just know, like I said, if you're going to be running on really technical trails, then, you know, opt for one that has a rock plate. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is why are most trail running shoes neutral? You know, I talked previously in episode three about the function of shoes and they're usually broken down into neutral stability and motion control. Most trail running shoes are neutral. There are some that um, are classified as stability, but they're they're hard to find. There, there's not too many trail running shoes that are stability shoes. And the reason for that is when we're running on a trail, the way in which our foot strikes the ground is very different than when we're running on the road. Most of the time when we're on a trail, we are running on our forefoot and our heel is elevated off the ground. And we kind of stay on our forefoot a lot every single time our foot um, strikes the ground with our, our turnover. And additionally, we are also moving a little bit more laterally, both going up and both going down hills on trails because we're navigating rocks and roots, sometimes boulders. So we're just moving in a very different way than we would on a predictable surface like the road. So we aren't necessarily um, placing our foot down as it hits the ground. And then for those folks that need a road stability shoe, they're probably not going to ever hit the ground in a way that has them over pronating or kind of rolling in at the arch and having the arch collapse. And I talked about that. And it's because a lot of times you're on your forefoot. Now, if you are on a hard packed trail that's groomed and it's pretty flat, then you will have a regular running gait like you would have on the road. And so um, you may want to seek out a trail running shoe that has some stability features in it if you plan to run on trails that aren't very technical and you're going to be mimicking more of a normal running gait like you would on the road. So that's why most trail running shoes are neutral. And it's really just because our mechanics, our running gait is very different um, on a trail compared to a road. So if you feel that you need to have stability trail running shoes because you've identified yourself as needing stability shoes, then, you know, just take some time because you can find some and, you know, be on the lookout for maybe some stability features in the trail running shoe that you choose. Now, for those of you that want to get into trail running, but you really don't want to make an investment in another pair of running shoes that could be, you know, a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars, you can use your road running shoes on some trails. Um, let me tell you the ones I would recommend you run on and the ones I'd recommend you not run on with a road 
a road shoe. So like I said, if it's very flat and groomed and hard packed, you can get away with wearing your road shoe on that type of trail. Now, if you're going to be running on more technical trails, the reason I like to have a trail shoe is because trail shoes have a lot more traction on the bottom of that outsole. And I'll talk about that here in a bit, but I get nervous about slipping because road shoes don't have a lot of traction. Those lugs that are on the bottom of the outsole, you're more apt to kind of slip on the dirt and fall and hurt yourself. And that's the main reason why I don't think it's good to use a road shoe on a trail that specifically is even more technical or rolling hills. I really think, you know, you should invest in a really solid trail running shoe for safety reasons, but I get it. Um, you know, sometimes you don't have the ability to buy two different shoes. That's a lot of money, but if you're going to start getting into some trail running, I definitely would consider getting a trail shoe for those reasons. The other reason is, and this leads me to how to lengthen the life of your running shoes. If you're using your road running shoes on a trail, they're going to break down a lot quicker because the terrain, you know, the rocks and the gravel is going to really just kind of tear up that outsole a lot quicker. And, um, you know, you're not going to be able to get the life out of your road running shoe as long if you're using it on the trail. And that's why trail running shoes are made with a little bit more of an aggressive tread on the bottom because of the terrain in which you're running on. So to get the length out, you know, to lengthen the life of your running shoes, I would highly encourage you to have both a trail running shoe and a road running shoe and using them for those purposes. So not mixing. Um, That would be my recommendation. Now, when you go to get a trail running shoe, I do want to talk with you lastly about why the feel of a trail shoe is going to feel a little bit different than your road running shoe. And I, I just mentioned traction here um, a moment ago. Basically, that outsole on the trail shoes, they're going to have, um, you know, the they're called lugs. And the deeper and wider the lugs, they're considered more aggressive. Okay, so when you go get fitted for trail shoes, you know, when you put on um, the trail shoe, those lugs are going to immediately make that shoe feel different from a road shoe. But also when you're trying out different trail shoes, you also may want to consider how aggressive that, um, you know, the lugs are on the different types of trail shoes that you try because some of them are more aggressive than others because they provide more grip and more traction. For example, I've run in both the Saucony Peregrine and the Brooks Cascadia and the Peregrine, Saucony's Peregrine model has a very aggressive, um, uh, the lugs on the bottom are very aggressive compared to the Cascadia, but I wanted to try it out just to see, you know, how it felt. And, you know, I liked it. It was a little too aggressive for me, but it was just something I opted to try. And now I have a good comparison to my Brooks Cascadia. So this leads me to cushion and I'm going to talk about, you know, a couple of shoes that I've tried out as well. So another trail shoe that I've tried is the Hoka Speed Goat. Now, 
I love the Speed Goat. I tried that one and the, um, I believe it's the Challenge ATR. I like the Speed Goat better. But with Hoka, because they are a very cushioned shoe in general, running with my Hoka Speed Goat on the trail compared to my Brooks Pure Grit, um, which is very, um, has very little cushion. It's very, very different. So you also want to take into account the cushion in the trail running shoe, how you're going to feel with more or less cushion. Some people like to run on the trails and be able to have a little bit more feel, have more contact with the ground and the elements that you're running over. And so you may want to opt for a trail running shoe that doesn't have as beefy of cushion like the Hoka that may make you feel just a little um, uneasy, not being able to feel the trail as much as you you know might want to. So take that into consideration as well. So I talked about traction, which are the lugs um, on the bottom of a trail shoe. Now we're talking about cushion. How cushioned is the shoe? How much do you want to feel? you know, make contact with the trail, with your feet. And then the other thing is a lot of trail shoes are going to be more firm and stiff just because you are on a different terrain and um, the materials that you're coming in contact with, they're going to kind of, you know, tear up the shoes a bit. So we need to have trail shoes that are a little bit more, um, they're built to be able to withstand that type of terrain, but just know that they may feel a little bit more firm just because of the materials that the shoe is made out of. And also just the aggressiveness of the tread. Now, the other thing to consider is whether or not you need a waterproof trail running shoe, which is generally made of Gore-Tex. You may or may not need to have a waterproof trail shoe. They are a little bit more expensive, but if you're going to be running on trails that maybe have you going through some creeks and you want to keep your feet dry, you may want to opt for that. Okay. So I know that, um, this was a quick kind of deep dive on trail running shoes. I really hope that I was able to drop a few, a few little value bombs for you today, um, with this topic. And if you already have a pair of trail running shoes, I'd love to give you just a quick little homework assignment. Um, I would love for you to go find out if your trail running shoe has a rock plate or not. And also just, you know, take notice of how aggressive the tread is on the bottom of that trail shoe, how high um, or, you know, deep those those lugs are on the bottom and just really, you know, get a little bit more information about your trail running shoe because I want to just ensure that you don't run in a trail running shoe with a rock plate in it and using it on the road. So that's my biggest concern. I'll, I'll leave you with that. But, um, if you know of someone that also might find value in this topic, I would love it if you would share this episode with them. I truly believe one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou is, when you know better, you do better. And so I'm all about learning and knowing more so that I can, one, be a better coach, but also I can do better with my health, my running, my fitness. And I really want you to know better as well so you can do better with your running and your fitness. So until next week, my friend, I would love it if you would go grab your running shoes 
if you would lace up and you would go enjoy the outdoors. Mm-hmm.